Jesus made it clear that we would endure hardship in this life. But God gave his children amazing tools to keep trials from overwhelming us. For instance, he placed his spirit inside each believer to guide and empower. In addition, he gave us prayer so we could not only communicate and stay connected with our Father, but also bring him our requests. Today, I want to focus on yet another one of his marvelous gifts, the Bible. Scripture is the actual word of God Almighty. It is truth. It never changes. It enables us in all circumstances so that we have a sure foundation on which to base our lives and decisions. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and this is a daily podcast. I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to my brother Rod. He listens. I love it. And he told his frat brothers to listen as well. And I thank him for that. We're so proud of you, Rod. We really are. So you know I keep you in my prayers. I want to tell you how good our God is. These are the countries that are praying with us daily. I love it. The United States, Australia, United Kingdom, Philippines, Germany, Brazil, South Africa, Canada, Sierra Leone, Russia, Netherlands, India, Vietnam, France, Indonesia, Argentina, Ireland, Dominican Republic, Japan, Croatia, Sweden, South Korea, Finland, Colombia, Austria, Puerto Rico, Singapore, Slovakia, Spain, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Malaysia, Kenya, Papua New Guinea, Djibouti, Ghana, Turkey, Nigeria, 
Thailand, Norway, Taiwan, Hong Kong, Namibia, Malawi, Uganda, United Arab Emirates, and the Czech Republic. God is so good. And thank you, listeners, for joining me. You are truly the wind beneath my wings. Stay right there. When we come back, we're going to pray. We're going to pray to God. Can't wait. And thank you for listening, all of you. And let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. A prayer to be strong and of good courage by Tiffany Thibault. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. And that's Deuteronomy 31. This Bible verse consists of words spoken to Israel as they were on the verge of entering into their new land of settling into their promised home. They had been wandering the past 40 years in the wilderness while living in tents because their fathers had not trusted God enough. Now though, it was time for the next generation to claim God's promise. Excited as they may have been, taking their next steps meant facing some very real enemies. They needed to stay focused and do some really hard things that they had never done before. Now is the time to stir up their strength, their courage, and their faith as they were reminded of who God was and how much He truly cared for them. So many things in this world can strike fear in our hearts today but we can absolutely take encouragement from the pages of Scripture. We can see how Israel took to the heart these words from Moses, moved forward and took over most of the land that God had promised them in just seven days. Sorry, in just seven years. The Israelites were able to move forward to fight because they reminded themselves, be strong and of good courage. Do not fear, nor be afraid of them. We too can build up our courage as we push down our fear, but really only to a certain point on our own strength. The Israelites were only truly able to succeed to victory because they absolutely embraced this truth from the end of the verse, quote, 
For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. End quote. Those words give us reason why they were able to completely move past their trembling knees, pounding hearts, and the what-if racing thoughts. The Israelites took to heart the word, your, your God. His presence was with them, and he was not far off uninvolved. He would not leave them, he would not forsake them, and the word forsake means to abandon. God would not do that because they belong to him. These words are powerful words for us when we are facing challenging circumstances in our lives. Here they are. Be strong. Be of good courage. Do not fear. Do not be afraid of men. The Lord your God is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. No matter what battle you are facing today, take these words to heart. Fight those fearful thoughts with the truth that God is with you. God will not leave you. God will not abandon you. You are his. Bow your head. Dear Lord, thank you for the promise that this verse gives to my faith. This is a powerful reminder that you are with me in every situation that I face. I can be strong, I can be filled with courage. I can go into my tough situations knowing that I do not need to have any fear because you are with me. I can cling to the promise that you will never leave me or forsake me because you are my God. Lord, increase my faith as I trust you to be my God in every area of my life. In your name, I pray. Amen. Thank you, Tiffany. Tiffany Thibault, an author. Amen. And we'll be back with more. Stay right there. Let's get on with our other inspirational readings that also come from God. Okay, here's God's purpose for your life. Proverbs 2, 6, the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. The reason your situation may appear confusing is because you may be relying on your limited understanding of it. But when we rely only on human knowledge, we end up getting into serious trouble. 
we must take into account that God is working in the unseen, in the spiritual realm that we cannot perceive, and engineering resources that we don't even know exist. Why would the Lord allow these things to be hidden from you? It is because he wants to stretch your faith by having you seek him in them. You see, the Father doesn't want you to be confined to a day-in, day-out earthly existence. Instead, he wants you to learn to live on the higher planes with him, where you're growing spiritually, you're taking hold of his blessings, and you're becoming a powerful ambassador for his kingdom. God cares about and provides for you to a level that is beyond what you can imagine. He is interested in every aspect of your life, even the ones that you do not perceive. So take time to ask the Lord to show you the direction you need to take and expect him to answer. He will make sense of your circumstances and show you the way forward. Jesus, teach me to view my circumstances from your perspective. I submit them to you. Amen. Love it. Okay, and God's promises day by day. It says, John 10, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives life for his sheep. Real meaning to your life is found in the glorious dawn of God's story, which breaks into full revelation in the person of Jesus Christ. Because he emptied himself of all but love, you can be filled. Because his body was broke, your life can be whole. Because his blood was shed, your sin can be forgiven. Because he finished his work, your life has worth. Amen. And Isaiah 43, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers they shall not overflow you. God does not whisk us at once to glory. We go on living in a fractured world, suffering in one way or another the effects of sin, sometimes our own, sometimes others. Yet I have come to understand when even suffering through the transforming power of the cross as a gift for in this broken world in our sorrow, he gives us himself. In our loneliness, he comes to meet us. Amen. And God's way day by day, it says a helpmate and a friend. Genesis 2:18. It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. History bears out the truth that 
Most highly successful men have a woman in their lives who loves them, motivates them, encourages them, and helps them to achieve their best and highest. It may be a mother, a sister, an aunt, or a wife. Every good marriage that I've ever witnessed bears this quality that both the husband and the wife encourage each other to walk in godly wisdom and to be and do their very best. The creation of Eve was about far more than providing a sexual companion for Adam. Eve shared the totality of Adam's life. She was a helper comparable to him, and he, in turn, was of help to her. They shared not only a garden home, but also a purpose for living and a responsibility before God. Amen. And then God's hope for each day. You know, I have my reading materials. It says, kneel and see. 1 Samuel 12. Far be it for me that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. In this world, all of us have trials and tribulations, and each one is an opportunity to pray. But far too often, we Christians close our conversation with someone who is struggling with, I'll pray for you. And sadly, that's the last of it. We need to be true to our word. We need to live according to the golden rule and actually pray for our brothers and sisters that we would want them to pray for us. But the blessing of such prayer isn't just for the other person. So consider this story. In a city in Scandinavia, there's a famous statue of our Lord. One day a visitor standing before it was very disappointed and he didn't hesitate to share his feelings with the attendant. I can't see the face of Christ, he complained. And the attendant replied, Sir, if you want to see his face, you must kneel at his feet. The visitor knelt and he saw. Do you want to see Jesus' face? Then kneel in prayer for others, for yourself, for the world, for his kingdom. And you will be blessed. Amen. Just speaking the truth, listeners. Just speaking the truth. Okay, and now Avis Marcus, she's written a meditation for reconciliation. Father, as a Christian, I must represent you. Can you close your eyes and bow your head, please? My words must be kind. My heart must demonstrate compassion. And I must be an ambassador for you ready for reconciliation. That is not easy, but it is necessary. 
I know my ability to reconcile issues with others is not based on my strength, nor is it a goal I can accomplish without you, but I am confident that your word will assist me. Your peace will abide with me and your grace will uphold me. Help me to remind myself of past hurts that may hinder my ability to resolve conflicts with others because this is the trick of the enemy. Instead, let me remember your word in me is much greater, more powerful, and more loving. Every wilderness experience has an ending followed by a new chapter in life. However, forgiveness and reconciliation are the keys to open the door. So Father, as you bless me with a new season, help me to be a vessel of peace, love, and reconciliation. Lord, it is my desire to fulfill the plan that you have for my life. I know moving forward does not mean that weapons will not be formed against me. But in spite of what I may encounter, help me to remember the value of reconciliation. When anger attempts to sabotage my assignments from you, remind me peace rests in your willingness to resolve issues and with your spirit and love. And Father, please do not allow any desire to seek revenge, enter into my heart and provide the adversary with a victory. As I begin a new season and leave my wilderness behind, I pray I will be a godly and loving vessel for you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Matthew 5:23 says therefore if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you leave your gift there before the altar and go on your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come back to the altar and offer your gift. Amen. And 1 John 4 says, But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the Spirit who lives in you is greater than the Spirit who lives in the world. Amen. Please, <laughs> please, please turn your life over to God. And I don't want to say it in a cliche manner. I'm saying it with genuine encouragement from my heart. Because I tell you, we are not going to get through this life without God. There is absolutely no way that we're getting through without God. 
Remember the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. So everybody around the world, hope you're listening first thing in the morning and that you will join me in saying, good morning, God. You are ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. Amen. And everybody, 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 I want you to strive to have this prayer prevalent in your life. Where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. Where there is God, there is no need. God bless you today on your journey. Dedicated it to you, Rod. Do your thing. Everybody else, let your light shine. God cannot miss you. And he's very, very happy. Come back tomorrow so we can pray some more. Bye for now. <laughs>